Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. The so-called Trump tax cuts were signed into law back in 2017. They are set to expire at the end of next year. That is, of course, if Congress doesn't, you know, step up and, and sign everything to law, et cetera. And if they don't, this just means that we got higher individual tax rates coming our way, lower standard deductions, and, of course, lower estate tax exemptions. We've been warned, Steve. What can we do now? Well, it's the part of it. A lot of people, when it Trump tax cuts expire, they're not sure what that means. It's basically they passed what called a temporary law. And unless they make it permanent, it will revert back to what it was in 2017. That's when people start to look at it. Trump tax cuts did cut the taxes of a lot of the middle class. It mm-hmm. also cut it on the wealthy. Nobody cares about the wealthy having to pay more taxes as long as they're not considered wealthy. So we have to look at it. So what it does is it will revert back to the, what it was in 2017 under the Obama era taxes. We would go back to that the 25% tax bracket would kick in. Wouldn't have a 22 and a 24% tax bracket. So all that would change. It would change the standard deductions. We wouldn't have those big standard deductions anymore. We'd have to go back more to itemized. And a a lot of people like myself believe that the raise of the standard deduction made itemizing almost non-existent Mm -hmm. for most people because of the fact that they were so large that it would just say, it's, it's why keep all the taxes? And they said that the number of people that stopped itemizing deductions was tremendous. So it made the taxes easier. I think that will make it more difficult if they do it. And then people go, well, what's it mean when it sunsets? Okay. If they don't make it permanent, and in my opinion, Congress will make parts of this tax law permanent. Why? Because of the fact that, you know, and I always use the example when they heard a president say, read my lips, no new taxes. When he came back to the next election cycle, they played that all the time and he was not reelected. And I also know that President Biden has said that if you make less than $400,000, you won't pay a dime more in taxes. You know, and I don't think the party there wants that played if they raise taxes, because if these things sunset, everybody takes a tax increase. It's just going to happen. I think they'll make the ones under 400000 kind of leave them as is. And I think if you make $400,000 or more, that you are going to pay a lot more in taxes. I think they'll increase those drastically. But then the idea around it is in the future, could that number go down? And I think that's the parts that we're going to have to look at. But you can do Roth conversions now, legislative risk. We look at it. What are they going to change it to? The Roth conversions, you say that it doesn't work for everybody? No. I look at the fact that if you have too much money in your IRAs and 401ks, a Roth conversion could be the greatest thing for you. Because we could shift it from a pocket that's always going to be taxed to a pocket that's never going to be taxed. Now, to do that, we would have to pay some taxes. And like I said, having too much money in your IRAs and 401ks, I believe is going to put you to the greatest risk, which is legislative risk. What's Congress going to raise taxes to? What do you mean when you say too much money? The average IRA out there is between around $150,000 to $200,000. So we're looking at it, the fact if you've got an extra large IRA between 
250000 to 750000 there's a good chance that you might spend those assets down during your retirement years, especially if you've got pensions or don't have pensions and Social Security are very, very large, that you could reduce those and spend those down. If you've got a double X between seven hundred fifty and $1.5 million, there's a good chance you're not going to spend down all those assets. You will pass that tax time bomb on to your children. And if you've got a triple X, 1.5 million or above, chances are you are going to leave a tax time bomb to your children. Because remember, they told you that you're going to be in a lower tax bracket when you took it out. And because they got rid of the lifetime stretch for our children and reduced it to 10 years, that might not be a true statement. I came across uh, this advice column, and it fits perfectly with what we talk about each and every single week here. Uh, this lady submitted a question that says, I have a million dollars and I want to put it to work for me, but you know, what can I put it in to make the most of passive income from it? What are your thoughts on that, Steve? Well, that's one of those ones that it depends on who you ask this question to. Because, see, I look at it to the fact if I'm just, quote, selling products, I'm going to start going down through the list. You know, we can do money markets, municipal bonds, certificates, deposits, dividends, stocks, annuities. We could just go down through the list and sell products. But see, for me, I haven't gotten enough information yet. I'm going to ask different questions. Your million dollars that you have, how is it taxed? Is it all traditional IRAs and 401ks? Or is it Roth IRAs and 401ks? Or is this a bucket that's all after-tax money? Because, see, all of those things make a difference in how that income is going to be taxed that she's talking about in this passive income. The next question that I'm going to ask, is this all the money that you have? Or do we have other assets that we're doing other things with? Because where are we? How much income do we have to have to meet your lifestyle? Are we just creating taxable income that might not be needed? So do we need to invest all $1 million to hit that one spark? When are you going to need the income? Are you retired now? Or is it is it going to happen in the future? Because, see, I believe that just selling products doesn't ask any of those questions. Because I might look at it and say, you, you don't need this much income mm -hmm. at this point. You don't have to have this. Why do you want to pay taxes if you don't? And I said that setting up a plan. What should a plan include is about the easiest one to put it. You should have a tax strategy in that plan. As I said, the first question I've got to know is what's the taxability of what you got? She's asking about income, but she said the maximum amount of income. Do we need to create all that? And should your whole portfolio be designed to be able to do that? What about Social Security? Have you turned it on yet? Optimizing that. I think that's part of a plan. And then we look at legacy planning. What are we going to pass on to our children? And how is the taxability of that going to happen? And I think those are very, very important things that weren't answered in these questions. You know, because I believe that those are the most important things that we look at is having a plan and then finding the product to fit it versus I got a million dollars. I want the most passive income that I could get. Where would you put it? What, what What's our need at the time? Because I think the need is the most important thing. So if you've got those kind of questions that you're looking for more than just I would sell you X, Y, or Z, let's sit down. Let's analyze where you're at. And let's do a plan for you and then find the products to fit the plan. 
Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business All Insurance Group, LLC, AIG. All Financial Group, LLC is an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through Impact Partnership Wealth, LLC, IPW, a registered investment advisor. IPW does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by All Insurance Group, LLC, AIG are not subject to investment advisor requirements. IPW and All Insurance Group, LLC, AIG are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. All Financial Group LLC is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any government agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by All Financial Group, LLC.